Hi, this is Ed K. Smith from The Business Marketing Show, and this is episode 100. We would like to thank you very much for tuning in to the show uh, for the last 100 episodes. If you've been following us from the very beginning, we greatly appreciate it. If you're just tuning in for the first time, thank you very much. We hope you enjoy some of the back episodes you can listen to. Uh, this is a very special episode, not just because it's episode 100, but because it is dedicated to a very uh, dear friend who has passed away, Mr. James Martell. And uh, the upcoming um, podcast is a recording I did with James uh, several years ago that has not been aired. Um, so you'll get to listen to that now. So uh, have a wonderful Christmas and New Year if you're listening to this before the end of 2018. If you're listening to it sometime in the future, um, thank you again for tuning in and we look forward to producing another 100 episodes of The Business Marketing Show. Bye for now. Hello, this is Ed K. Smith from The Business Marketing Show and Online Impact here with Brendan Tully, the co-host of The Business Marketing Show from the Search Engine Shop. Hey, Brendan, how are you? Hi, Ed. Oh, he's, he's looking very, very sophisticated with his fancy microphone. He's got his fancy have, microphone out. I don't have a fancy stand like you. <laughs> and uh, this is episode 100 of the business marketing show. I know, right? Yeah. So, yeah. No, that's a lot of jibber-jabber, isn't it? A lot of jibber-jabber. Mm. Uh, a lot of that has been jibber-jabber with other people. It hasn't just been uh, Brendan and I jibber-jabbering, but there is a fair percentage of it where it's, it's uh, just you and I talking. Uh, and this episode that we're doing, as mentioned, if you listen to the last episode of the podcast, uh, episode 100 is going to be dedicated to uh, a very good friend of mine that I've known for many, many years, Mr. James Martell. Um, who was one of the pioneers and leaders in the in the affiliate marketing space and also in the podcasting space, uh, who unfortunately uh, passed away a few months ago from a brain aneurysm, which was a tragic thing, of course. Uh, but we wanted to remember him because I wouldn't be podcasting today if it wasn't for him. And uh, he's, his podcast is the longest running podcast on the internet that I'm aware of, definitely in, 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 on, on the subject of sort of any sort of digital marketing or affiliate marketing, and uh, which he started back in 2002. And that was the first podcast I ever listened to was one by James Martell, yeah. which got me on to interested in the subject of, of podcasting and various other things. So, uh, oh, so that, Was that iTunes back then? Uh, no, iTunes was not. And that was the thing back then. It was really difficult to consume podcast recordings. It was like, now we just got it on all our uh, platforms on our smartphones, easy to do. Um, but it was a lot harder to actually be a podcast listener as well as a producer, uh, Mm. back in the early two thousands. Uh, there was a lot of barriers to actually getting access to it. And and most people, I think the the main way I was listening to the podcast was just on my computer. So there'd be the, the play button link on the, on the website. Uh, yeah, all, MP3 players barely existed then. They, yeah, they were, uh, yeah, most people didn't even know what it was. And yeah. iPod hadn't really become a, a, a big thing at the time. It had just started. Yeah. So it was very, very, very early days. And he was a pioneer. Um, and uh, I, I discovered a podcast interview I did with him for the business marketing show going back about four years ago now. Um, 
but it never got published because uh, James was working on a project that we talked about. And he said, wait till he's got that live and then we'll uh, release the podcast. And I said, yeah, no problem. But for some reason, I can't remember the details of why, but it, it never got uh, published. And I had completely forgotten about it. And it was only after he passed away that I was digging through some stuff and various other podcast interviews because I've been on his show several times and he's been on a, a different podcast with me over the years that I found this episode and it was a really good one. I've listened to it and it's, um, it's quite ironic with a lot of stuff he's talking about as well. Uh, so he's, uh, yeah, very knowledgeable guy, very honored to know him. So I thought it's very fitting to dedicate episode 100 to Mr. James Martell. Uh, but a big thanks to you, Brendan, for being the sidekick. If, you know, oh, the side, the sidekick last to uh, last episode. I was the host. Now I'm the sidekick. I'm trying to keep it even, mate. You know, oh. you you are the you are the hero of the gurus. <laughs> no, no, we uh, look. Brendan, Brendan, and I have fun um, teasing each other with that very Australian way of doing things. But um, Australian, mate. We it's yin and yang. We we balance each other out. Uh, the podcast wouldn't be the same without Brendan. You're, you're the feminine. I'm the masculine. This is exactly <laughs> it. See what I mean? See, <laughs> it's just poking, poking. But yeah. no, love you like Very a brother, my friend. We yeah. are professional, and uh, you know we we have these huge sponsors uh, like Red Bull, who are now um, <laughs> and Google as well. I can see. Yeah, yeah Google and yeah. Online Impact. They're a big company that sponsors the show as well. Mm. Uh, so it's yeah, it's been a huge amount of fun, and uh, I hope hopefully we've got another hundred episodes coming at us uh, in the future. Yeah. Um, Brenda's going, oh yeah, god. No, Really, a hundred, another more hundred episodes. I find the video a lot easier. It's, then it's it's more it's easier to be expressive on video. I think it is, and you can't pick your nose or scratch your yeah. butt. Uh, you find it easier to because you do the edits. Do you find it easier to edit because it's well? Here's the thing: I'm lazy when it comes to that. Uh, I try and not do any editing. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> right. It's oh, as I, I thought you carefully massaged and no, no, I, I, I probably do that more with the audio, but not with the, not with the video because that's just uh, you know unless we really need to. Um, but the less barriers to actually getting the content out because I, because I'm running podcast workshops now in Perth. This is one of the things a lot of people get hung up on the mechanics of doing podcasts and they go, "Oh, I've got to do all this editing." And go, "Well, you don't." necessarily have to you can you know you can take some shortcuts and if it's going to be the difference between getting your content out or not getting it out then good is good enough uh there's obviously there's a thousand other podcasts out there that are super super professional in every single way super editing very flash looking um and maybe one day we'll get there maybe one day but well when when the sponsor comes in yeah. Oh, absolutely. And we, look, we've never sourced and, and uh, tried to get sponsors on the show. We're going to probably promote our own things before we pr- pr- promote <laughs> other people's things. But yeah, this is a, definitely a free plug for, for Red Bull, which sometimes we need a few cans of that to keep us going. Not that I drink it. I haven't had it for years. The last time I had it was when we were actually uh, running a workshop together, Brendan. That was probably the last time I had oh, really? a can of Red Yeah, I think I had a can of Red Bull right after I had a, a really strong coffee. And I was, I was bouncing off the walls for the next couple of hours after that. So it was pretty intense. I had one the other day only because I was watching Red Bull TV. So. Ah, there you go. There you go. Like, oh, Red Bull. 
<laughs> All right. Well, thanks again, Brendan. Um, right. People will be watching this episode probably, well, for the first time it's released, it's going to be just before Christmas. Uh, so if you're watching it at that time, uh, Christmas 2018, mm-hmm. have, a, have a safe one. Thanks, Brendan. Thanks to the listener. And uh, I hope you enjoy this upcoming episode with myself interviewing the awesome and wonderful James Martell. Uh, So thanks, guys, and we'll see you on the next episode, 101, coming up in 2019. Bye for now. See ya. Hi, everyone. This is Ed K. Smith from businessmarketingshow.com. Thanks for joining us on this episode. Great to have you. Um, We're very, very fortunate today to have a very good friend of mine uh, who I've known for 10 years now, um, Mr. James Martell. Uh, on on the show with us and James has been around in the the podcasting uh, area and affiliate marketing industry for a long long time back in 1999 and um, we are very fortunate to have him on we're going to talk about some of the things he's doing in the world of podcasting and uh, other other areas of business so welcome Mr. James Martell. Ed, thanks uh, so much for having me, and it's hard to believe it's been 10 years since you and I first met. Unbelievable. Yeah. No, it's it's really, really freaked me out when this morning when I sort of came to the realization that I thought, my God, uh, it's <laughs> it all goes past very quickly. So it just goes to show you have to take advantage of everything every day. So so thanks for, for coming back on. Um the last time I actually saw you is when we were traveling around, myself and Lois and Sasha, and uh, you were very gracious and put us up in a lovely place in Vancouver when we came to see you, and we got to hang out with the family and met all the family, and um, and they were all a lot smaller, and you didn't have grandkids back then. Since then, you've, yeah. seen, you've had several grandchildren, so congratulations on that. Well, thank you. So there's, you, don't, you don't have a minute to spare, because they're all still near you, your family. They're not far away, is that right? Oh, yeah, they're all very, very close. Yeah, the granddaughters, there's two of them. They're both uh, within five minutes of here and uh, love them to death. And everything that you've ever heard about having grandkids is, is more fun and easier than the actual kids is absolutely true. And you really do get to send them back at the end of the day. <laughs> all yeah, spoiled the, up. The, the benefit, the side benefit that we don't talk about, though. So. So I'm I'm uh, just going to give people a bit of a technical rundown on your your history, and, and I'm taking this off your uh, off your website at jamesmartell.com. So excuse me for reading off a page, but it's you know you've covered it better than anyone else because it's you. Um, so I, I won't go through everything word for word, but I'll go through some of the the highlights and points there, <clears throat> and what it says. So it says, James Martell is an internet pioneer who discovered the lucrative world of affiliate marketing in 1999. Far out, did they have the internet back then, James, in 1999? (laughs) Yeah, good old 14.4 dial-up. Yes, it was there. Uh, He is a self-taught internet entrepreneur and leading expert in affiliate marketing. That is for sure. Uh, Natural search engine optimization and outsourcing. James' accomplishments over the years have included holding the first ever training classes on the subject of affiliate marketing in 2001. Author of Top Selling Affiliate Marketers Handbook, first released in 2002, now in its third edition. Uh, created the first ever and longest running podcast in affiliate marketing in industry, the Affiliate Buzz, in the spring of 2003. And that would certainly, I would say, have to be still one of the earliest podcasts of any podcast. Um, 
of any subject. Uh, there's probably no not words. probably not a lot that have gone back past that date. Um, I think the word podcasting wasn't even invented until around then anyway. So um, uh, I started the first ever online boot camp for affiliate marketing 2006. I remember when that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and the list goes on. I, I won't read them all out because I'll let people go and have a look for themselves. But, you know, you've you've one of the top speakers on the subject of, of affiliate marketing. You've spoken at all the big events like Commission Junction University, Affiliate Summit, uh, Share a Sale, PubCon. Um, you've, you've spoken at many, many event, events. You're well sought after. Um, and, and your hometown is lovely, lovely White Rock in British Columbia, um, in Vancouver area there and in Canada. So uh, fantastic stuff. Mate, you've, you've pretty much seen a whole stack of things change over the, over the years when you first started doing your, your podcast. What, what is it you've noticed now compared to when you were first doing a podcast? I mean, there's a lot more people doing them. Um, do you think it's changed a whole lot? Oh, it's changed remarkably. Uh, I guess probably one of the one of the biggest things that I've seen is how easy it is today to actually put together a show compared to back then. Back then in 2003 when we recorded the first editions of the Affiliate Buzz, there was no MP3. There were these archaic, you'll remember them, the audio players of, of, yeah. a, of a de- decade or so ago which was streaming and we were dealing with a lot of low speed connections. So we have buffering issues, even with audio. Yeah. So this is pre YouTube. Uh, we recorded it over the phone. That was very difficult to do. We had, we had, because we had bandwidth issues back, back then, we had to take that into consideration. We had to create three different versions of each show, a low bandwidth, a high bandwidth and a downloadable version. All of them had to stream. So it was, it was really quite complicated mm. to, to pull it off. And now today you can literally get on the phone, Skype as an example, click a button and record an episode and think nothing of it. Yeah. So that's, that's one of the biggest things that I've seen that has changed, just ease of creating, creating a show. Yeah. yeah. As you say, the tools are all there. It's very simple. Most people have fast internet connections, you know, even on their on their phones, their smartphones. Um, there's all the apps that you can follow, all the different uh, podcasts around that you want to listen to, and you can use iTunes or whatever it is that you've got that uh, enables you to get access to them. So um, I think the biggest challenge now with podcasts that I experience running a podcast is uh, making sure you're marketing that podcast well and getting... Um, the separation and stand out from the other ones because there's a, a lot more competition than than there is. That's true. Else, so. It's true. We we had the good fortune of getting started so early uh, that we didn't even have a single competitor for over three and a half years uh, yeah. before we seen it, the next podcast. So we had a really good jump start on everybody. But nowadays there is a lot of competition, uh, but not nearly as much as some people might think. I, I heard a very interesting statistic about uh, blogging versus podcasting, and a lot of the bloggers will say, "Well, should I start a podcast?" And the stat that I heard just in the last few months is for every, and I do a lot of writing, I write a lot of content for the web, that every article that you write on a subject of pretty much anything these days, you're instantly competing with a thousand other articles on the exact same topic on average. Wow, yeah. Where with podcasting, you can cover a topic in an episode and you're only competing with one other podcast. So competition-wise, really, we haven't even begun to see a lot of competition. And and there's still a lot of 
you know, what I would say, substandard shows, a lot of shows that aren't thought through, kind of thrown together. Mm. And really, so there's not a lot of, if you know, I always challenge, challenge people if who are thinking about doing a podcast is go check out the podcast directories on your topic and see who your competition is. And, and most times they'll come back to me and they'll say, I can't believe it. There's really nobody doing, doing this or there's nobody doing this well. And I think I really should be taking this a little more seriously. And um, it's true. It's, so there's competition, but not nearly to the level of, say, a blogger would deal with. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. And there's all, all different podcasts that uh, exist now on all sorts of subjects. And we'll talk about some of the, some of the ones you're working with with your service for, for setting up and managing podcasts, which is, which is awesome. Um, but, you know, uh, Entrepreneur on Fire... Um, that's that's a brilliant podcast, um, mm-hmm. and that was only started a few years ago, and now it's massive and it's making millions of dollars. Um, so, and it's just quite a story, isn't it? That 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 is. We'll have a link to that one in the in the show notes. But uh, that's a podcast every single day that's done on that show. So that takes quite a quite an effort. Um, so that's you know an example of um, of a show that didn't exist a couple of years ago that now is really crushing it sure sure and the interesting thing about it is too like we hear oh he does a daily show that's got to be you know a lot of work and it sure it is it's always a you know an effort to put together a you know a a good episode but i always also look at bloggers think nothing the the good bloggers the professional bloggers that are really out there blogging for a living they they will do an article a day no problem and it doesn't really i actually find it's much easier to put together a a 30 minute episode than it would be to put together a thousand word blog post so it's 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 a lot of work but it's not that much work yeah I, i agree and um it's it's one of those things that you know if you if you're really passionate about a particular subject and you've got something to say uh, all the tools are there to to get it done, and uh, interesting, you know. I think the well, the credibility or the um, imp- impression that people have when you say you do a podcast is is greater, and I think has better leverage than even if you said you'd written a book, um, because there seems to be that you say that veil of technical mystery about oh, how do you do one of those things? It must be really difficult to put one up and. Uh, yeah, I could see some people who are not technical at all. It could be, um, but that's where you know people like yourself can come in and help with that. But in in terms of accessibility to put one up and run compared to you know ten years ago, there's there's no com- no comparison to how easy it is now. So it's that's awesome. true. That's true. And you take you take a look at ten years ago when we'd publish an edition of the Affiliate Buzz. Uh, the only place we would post it is on our website. iTunes didn't exist yet. Mm. And you take a look at the current landscape of the podcasting directories. They're absolutely remarkable because there's six or seven really large podcasting directories out there. Mm-hmm. And I always like to use Podbean.com as an example because typically nobody's heard of it. I was I did a I did a talk at a conference here in Vancouver four or five months ago and I had an audience of just over 300 and I'd asked them for a show of hands, how many of you have heard of Podbean? And there was, was I think it was seven people that put their hand up. So hardly anybody, 2%, two and a bit. Yep. And, and I asked them to bring up the site on, on the web and sure enough, 4 billion downloads of a podcast just on Podbean alone, yeah, over yeah. 600,000 podcasters. Yep. And most people haven't heard of this and they're one of the little ones compared to say iTunes, but you've got iTunes, you've got iHeartRadio now in the US, you've got Stitcher, yep. you've got Spreaker, 
You've got Blueberry itself. I mean, it just goes on and on. And all of these have built-in audiences that if you want to get in front of, you have to have a podcast. Yeah. Yep. I know with, with Spreaker, two years ago this month, I actually started uploading my episodes of the weekly affiliate buzz onto Spreaker. And just on Spreaker alone, just from their own internal audience, without me promoting Spreaker, uh, the, my episodes have been listened to over 33,000 times. Wow. And that yeah. was just, and that was, you know, that's just to kind of give you the scope of what's going on. And, and it's just growing and growing and growing. Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, look, honestly, I had not heard of Podbean until the words just came out of your mouth. Uh, and I like to consider myself fairly in tune with this, the fact that I run a podcast. But it just, there you go. It just goes to show. Um, and I'm looking at it now. 715,634 podcasters, 2,526,356 episodes, and 4,175,064,331 downloads. I mean, that is just amazing. Yeah, and that's, and that's billion. Oh, sorry, four. billion. Yeah, that's four. Sorry, but it's four billion, yes. Yes, I, I was getting uh, twisted up over the numbers there. Definitely 4,175,064,331. Big numbers, big numbers. And to say this is a small service, how long have these guys been around for? Podbean. They've been around for a few years, although I've noticed in the last year or so they've really upgraded their website, mm-hmm. and you can tell they're taking it much much more serious as far as there's a lot of services and stuff within there now that are really quite impressive. Mm, okay, so your advice to someone would be if you've got a subject that you're passionate about and you've got something you want to talk about and you think you can contribute to the world, uh, a podcast is definitely a way that you can get that across to people. Yeah, it really is. And it's it's got so many advantages to it, to, to actually having your own podcast. I mean, depending on, on what you want to accomplish with it. I was, I was speaking to a gentleman last week who owns a local computer company called Same Day Geek. Mm-hmm. And if you have a problem with your computer, you'd give them a call. They'd come in and sort out any viruses or anything that they – any problems that you may have with, with your computer. Yep. And like, like most businesses, he's looking to bring in more customers. So we were talking – to him about SEO and various things, and I'm 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 probing him a little bit to find out more about his business and what he's doing, and how many how many existing customers do you have? How many people have you helped with their with their PCs and their their Macs? Fifteen hundred of them, and yeah, how yeah. many? How how well are we doing at, at remarketing to them? Because we've all heard the the saying that it's much easier to market to an existing happy customer than it is to go find a new one. Yeah. He says, well, I have a newsletter I send it out once in a while. I, I don't probably do as good a job as I should, and because you know it takes a lot of work. Uh, and oh yeah, no, I understand. So I says, so we started chatting about this idea of putting together a, a service or a, possibly a podcast to to talk to those. 1500 people who all have computers and goodness knows viruses and all the little issues that that occur in a computer recur over and over again and we always typically need somebody to help us sort it out and you could just see the light bulbs going off it's like hmm yeah if we did a weekly show and we talked about you know how to remove a virus or how to increase the speed of your internet connection we're just kind of throwing some ideas around it it really does it gives them a, a, the ability to actually talk directly to his customers mm. on an ongoing basis yeah and build relationships and you know you know stay in the top of their mind so when they do have another computer problem they think of them instantly and pick up the phone and give them a call so a lot of times you know we look at podcasts to find new customers but we're also doing you know 
podcast for people who have existing customer bases, whether it be a chiropractor or a, uh, a dentist that want to, you know, just want to build and kind of solidify that relationship a little bit more. It's a really good way to do do that is with a podcast. Yeah, definitely. And it is, you know, that positioning uh, is so powerful in terms of the, you know, h- how many of his competitors will be doing a podcast. Bar, you know, probably none. <laughs> uh, probably or, or none. Maybe a couple. Particularly not when you sort of break it down to a local area. Like, you know, you're a specialist in a certain city or a certain area of a city. Uh, there's, that gets even smaller. Um, there may be other people in the United States or Canada or UK, wherever we're talking about, that's doing a podcast on technical stuff. We know they, they exist. Uh, but someone who's looking for an, um, someone who's an authority in a subject in a local area that just cements it completely and and just gives them that extra credibility. So it's brilliant that that sort of um, tool is, is available for people to, to do. So tell us more uh, about your service that's coming up that's going to be available uh, by the time people are listening to this this episode. Uh, you should be live with it. Um, uh, and you've got a, a new book that you've written as well that um, leads into this service. So tell us more about that, James. What is it called sure. and what is it for and what does it do? We're look, what we are doing is we are, we've got a, a, a turnkey podcast. Actually, let me back up a step here. We've got a couple of services here. We've got do-it-yourself training. Mm-hmm. where we take basically my 11 years of experience and and develop a course or have just about finished the development of a course that they can take, somebody can take to go through and actually construct their own podcast. Yep. And it's eight modules, which contains, uh, very similar to the Affiliate Marketers Handbook, if you recall, mm-hmm. there was eight steps, and within those eight steps, there was a whole series of baby steps. Yep. And this course is put together exactly the same way where we take somebody who's would prefer to build the podcast themselves uh, where they do that step-by-step step and they just go through the process and we meet each week in the conference room and we build out a podcast. So at the end of the, at the end of the online course, they have a podcast that's up and running something they're proud of and they're, they're updating regularly. Yeah. Yeah. And your, and your, uh, your training and your courses from my experience are very, very in depth and very detailed and they do hold your hand Um you know, they do actually walk you walk you through step by step. There's really there's no room for for guessing left at all. It's this is what you do, this is how you do it, and it's fantastic stuff. So I'm sure it'll be uh, like your other courses. Fantastic. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And then we're offering a turnkey service for corporations that are really not in a position or don't have the time to actually pull all the levers themselves where we'll actually take care of everything. And we do this for, in our area, accountants, uh, dentists, we've got realtors, we've got uh, financial planners, uh, we've got uh, even a funeral home in Vancouver, interestingly enough, who has their own podcast now with over 30 episodes. We've got to dig deeper into that one. (laughs) No no (laughs) pun intended (laughs) about digging holes, but... um, (laughs) Uh, we'll, we'll certainly uh, come back to that one. So yeah, sorry, continue. Yeah, so so very interesting topics. So, but like most business owners, these guys and gals are all busier than bees, and they don't really have a lot of time to you know be putting together a podcast. But what we've done is we simplified it for them. So we meet with them twice a month by telephone. 
Uh, first thing we do is we set up their entire show for them. We come up with a name. We develop the branding. We develop the episode outlines. We discuss the topics. So we organize everything with them. We've got 21 steps that we follow to actually pull their show together. So we develop it. We syndicate it through iTunes, Spreaker, Blueberry, all the podcasting directories. We get it organized on their own website so they have got fresh content pouring into their site each week. And we connect it to their social media accounts, Facebook, Twitter, Google+, and even YouTube, mm-hmm. so that when that podcast gets updated, it's updated on about 12 different sites each week. So it yeah. gives them a, a really nice, broad internet footprint. So then once that's all organized, then we just meet with them twice a month. We provide a professional radio host who has the the episode outline in front of her or him, and they interview the client. So it would be the dentist or the funeral director or the financial planner, the realtor. And we just go through and we, we it's a 15, 20-minute podcast interview. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do two of those in a sitting twice a month. So that gives them one episode a week for each month. And then once we're done with them, we just hang up, say thanks so much. We take it from there. And where we now produce that episode, we handle all the editing, add the commercials, add the intro, the outro, and then we have an article written for it, and then we distribute it through all of those sites. Fantastic. So that's, that's, that's our so turn. Yeah, and that's for people who haven't put a podcast together. Um, it is simple in the terms of technology and how you can actually structure them and set them up now compared to earlier as we were talking. Uh, but you still do need to have a system and something to follow and a way of doing it. And if you don't have the time, as you say, if you're someone who's busy working in your, in your dental practice, uh, this is the perfect sort of service um, for, for them. Um, whereabouts do you offer this service to, James? Is it only to people in the Canada or uh, US markets or is it global? It's global. We have, we have we have clients all over Canada. Uh, a number of them in the U.S. We don't have anybody out of the U.S. or Canada at present, mm-hmm. but uh, we handle everything through Skype, just like we're doing now, mm-hmm. uh, or telephone. Yep. And so it doesn't matter where you reside. We can we can modify, we can handle your podcast for you. Fantastic. Well, that's got a whole stack of little uh, things ticking over in my mind of how I can offer this service to my clients because I don't want to be doing it for them. Uh, it's not my area of specialty, even though I run our own podcast. It's not an area I wanted to get involved in. So that could be very beneficial. Um, and as you say, look, we're talking on Skype now. You're in Canada, you're in Vancouver, and I'm in Perth. And the connection quality is always seems to be better the further away you are with Skype. It's a, <laughs> it's a bizarre thing. Um, we were both discussing before the show that we can be talking to someone down the, down the street from us who is on Skype as well. And the quality doesn't seem to be anywhere near as good as, you know, halfway across the world. So Yeah, yeah, so it's there, true. There really isn't any restrictions these days with Skype and the internet and the tools you've got to be able to put a podcast together. So the people that you get to do the interviews, you would would choose them, I'm, I'm assuming, like, as an example, if we had some people in Australia who were wanting to put something like this together, uh, we would source someone who was probably an Australian host. Um, would that make sense? Would that be accurate? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. We need to, we need to get your accents. Yeah, just mate. Like, just like if we're in Canada, we have to have the Canadian accents, eh? Hey, <laughs> I was reading your uh, your thing you listed the other day on Facebook about uh, all the you know incorrect things that, that people think about um, Canada and Canadians. Um, do you remember sharing that? There was about thirty oh, different things listed. It was that very, was hilarious. That was very very funny. 
Um, well, that's you know, you know, my best one. What I love the best in the list is is the North Pole's actually in Canada. Yeah, yeah. Which which means Santa Claus is actually a Canadian. Of course, he is. Doesn't everybody know that, James? I mean, <laughs> the Americans don't. Yeah, he doesn't say oh oh oh. He says hey hey hey. <laughs> I can't even say it. Uh, I remember we were out to Virginia one night, you and I, and who else was there? Was it Phil? Was it Phil? Um, yeah, probably, probably Phil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Phil Watkins, sure. Yeah, that's right. We're out at a steakhouse having a having a meal, <laughs> and uh, all the different sayings. I mean, Canadians and Australians are quite similar because we both have a, lot, a strong connection to, you know, the the, the British side of things, um, the Commonwealth. So a yes. lot of our sayings and spellings and things are the same compared to the US. Um, but I, I, all- I remember when I came up with a, one of one of the lines that you had no idea what we were talking about. I said, "Oh, I'm completely gobsmacked." Now, yeah, <laughs> anyone in Australia would probably know what gobsmacked means. Uh, but you were looking at me like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> we had a good laugh, but that's it, it, that's where you have to be careful, though. So it, it is good that you have people who are based in the different countries to do the interviewing so that they don't get confused. Oh, sure. So, there's there's so many little nuances that you got to be aware of. Same same goes with writing, as you know. When yes. Putting the articles together, there's, there's different nuances in the languages too. So we've got that covered. <laughs> Fantastic. Now, you do a lot of this work with your darling wife, Arlene, who is... The, the backbone. <laughs> she you, is. You wouldn't. You would say that uh, without Arlene, you'd be stuffed, right? I would. Let's, be. let's get uh. this recorded in, in you know, publicly, <laughs> so she could play it back to you many, many times. Uh, would, would be. You said would be stuffed. You'd be stuffed. Yeah. <laughs> now, do, do you know what that means? No idea. <laughs> okay. You'd, you'd be. You'd be in trouble. Okay. So, yeah, so uh, you'd be toast. You'd be toast. Yeah, there you go. So that's a good example of using a term that someone in Canada doesn't know. Um, so uh, Arlene's been working with you for all this sort of stuff that you're doing now. She, she. Oh yeah, she, yeah. she, she actually handles all our hosts. She produces some fifty episodes a month uh, with our team, and mm-hmm. she makes sure it all runs nice and smoothly, and that everything's up to date and. She'll add it to the various websites, whether it be Martin Brothers uh, Funeral Homes or Ickard Down Alarm Plant Center, where the, their show's going up. So she's the one that uh, makes sure everything gets done. And we actually just celebrated our 30th wedding anniversary, so she's been ah, around since the beginning of time. Congratulations. That must have just been very recently, was it? Yeah, it was just on September 1st. September 1st. Fantastic. Well, congratulations. 30 well, years. Thank you. Uh, Lois and I just had our 25th wedding anniversary this year well congratulations to you um so actually no that was last year i can't remember now it was our 30th anniversary from we met this year so we've been around for a while as well but um so tell us more about this funeral home podcast because out of any topic that i would ever think would be uh one that would get done funeral homes wouldn't be but but uh, since we've had a conversation about it before the show it makes very good sense that there is a podcast about funerals and funeral homes. So tell us more about this one. This is a very interesting. You bet. And it's, you know, it's a great example of of developing topics for each individual episode. And a lot of times I find one of the knee-jerk reactions people have is, well, I don't know if I have enough to talk about. I don't know what we would talk about. And I'll even say when we kicked off the Affiliate Buzz and 
December of 2003. We figured we might have enough content to last us seven months, and then that would be about it. <laughs> and <laughs> that show has gone uninterrupted for over 11 years. We, I still record it every week on webmasterradio.fm. And you just if, if the show is designed properly, you will never uh, run out of things to talk about. And, and the funeral home is a good one because – it's. It seems like what in the world would you talk about if you're, you know, in a funeral home related podcast? And I'm mm. just kind of getting back to the beginning of them here, but it could be uh, tips on writing an obituary. How's that? Yep. How to put together a meaningful eulogy and slideshow and other tributes. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the ones that are a little bit tougher is what what talking to the funeral director what do you do when you pick and you come and pick up my my loved one who who just passed away yeah. exactly what are you going to do with the body yep uh what do i say to someone who's just lost a loved one because a lot of people don't know what to say yeah i would have been one of them mm-hmm. uh, what do you do when a family member dies while traveling Maybe they're off in another country and mm. something happens and they don't, you know, they die. Or they just go and watch, watch the, <laughs> sorry to laugh at this, but if anyone's ever watched the, the movie Little Miss Sunshine, they'll know what to do. <laughs> have, you, have, you, have you seen that movie where the grandfather dies on the road trip? No? No. Oh, well, James, you have to go and watch Little Miss Sunshine. I think it, I think you'll have a hoot. It's a very funny movie. Um, but anyway, that keep going. That's one of the things that they could have used is what to do when granddad passes away on the road trip. Um, so I do remember there was one with a guy named Harry or something where they just kept him at the party or something. Uh, I don't, I, I don't remember. No. Yeah. That, oh yeah. That was another one. Yeah. So. But here, so I'm looking, there's 38 episodes on the site now. And that's another big advantage to podcasting if you get consistent at it is fresh weekly content for your site and sticky content because Mm. somebody comes to the site and listens to it. If it's a 15 or 30-minute podcast, they're basically camped out on your website. Plus, it gives them a reason to come to your website. Yes. Um, Yes. So here's a funeral pre-planning, a gift to your family. Uh, Funeral pre-arrangements are your final wishes known. Mm. Yep. Uh, funerals and memorials, what to do when someone dies. Uh, funeral traditions, burials, cremations, and other things to consider when planning a service. Funeral options in Vancouver. So the other thing that we did with this with this site, and, the, and kind of the backstory on this, this is a funeral home company that actually comes from our neighboring province of Alberta, and they didn't have a location in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. And they were looking for a strategy that could plant them here quickly and establish them uh, not only in the podcasting world with great content that they could give out to existing clients and, and to use to, you know, to, to increase traffic and all that, but they also wanted it from an SEO point of view. Mm-hmm. So now if you do a search in Greater Vancouver uh, for anything related to Vancouver funeral homes, these guys are it. Yeah. And so if you do a search for Vancouver Funeral Homes, you're going to find mbfunerals.com uh, right up right at the top of the list. Wow. Awesome. That's, that's brilliant. And, and look, that's, I say, another one of the benefits that we've been finding with the podcast that we've been doing. I mean, I've been running a podcast now since 2007, um, and that one was mainly, that was uh, osdomainer.com. That was all about domain names, and you've been on that yeah, one yeah. Uh, you in, bet. The, in the past. 
uh, that one's in hiatus at the moment because we've got more of our focus on businessmarketingshow.com because uh, it's a broader expansion of what we do and what we talk about rather than just domains. We do talk about domains as well. But one of the things we found with having a podcast, the benefit is someone will say to us, oh, how do I do this? Or how do I go about setting this up? And we go, all right, go and listen to this episode and it'll tell you, you all that. It'll tell you how to do it. Because we found we kept repeating similar things, just helping people out. You know, they weren't necessarily clients that were paying for things or um, or it could be a, a client that's wanting to, to know about a certain thing that uh, we haven't signed them up for, for yet or we haven't got them onto a particular program. We say, have a listen to this. If you want to know more and talk to us about it, then come back to us. And they can listen to the podcast and they go, oh, okay. Uh, and it saves yeah. you having to sit there and talk about it again. So, and, that, and, I'm, and I'm sure that's what you know the funeral home place, as an example, would would find the benefit as well. So. Absolutely. There's a, there's another one here, IckertDentalImplants.com, and it's spelled I C K E R T. DentalImplants.com. Here, I'll ping it to you on Skype as we chat here. But yep. this this is a Dr. Norm Ickert. And over on the right-hand side, this is another very brilliant marketing guy. Dale Martin from Martin Brothers Funeral Homes, really nice guy, compassionate, brilliant marketer. Uh, Norm Ickert here from Dental Implant Centers, uh, Ickert Dental Implant Centers, same idea. Brilliant dentist, but also a really smart marketer. And you can see that by his website. Yes, yep. And in his, his particular case, we've done 18 episodes so far. And listeners can go check out the topics if, they, if they'd like to have a look at them. Mm-hmm. But it, it gives you that, which I know so many companies are missing, is that rich weekly content. Yeah. That pours into your site and in, th- in through your social media and then on the web through these podcasting directories. Uh, and and if we could talk about the local market just for a moment, when you're competing locally online, uh, content really is king. We talk about it's almost a cliche, but it's not. Content is king. Mm. And if you've taken the time to make sure you've got a weekly episode flowing into iTunes and Stitcher and Blueberry and SoundCloud and iHeartRadio, I mean, it just goes down the list, and you're adding content to those major sites, and you're including the keyword phrases that matter to you most in the content, and you're including your geographically-based keywords, like Mm. in our case, Vancouver, British Columbia, or Vancouver, BC, within that content. Now you can start to take up multiple positions in the direct in the in the Google search, yeah, and yeah. in the in the search engine. So it's it really gives you some huge advantages just to kind of get into that steady rhythm. So I, I can't tell you, and you, I mean, you're in the same, but we all know we need content. We just need to come up with a strategy to get it in place mm. so that it continues on and i find if you can get organized and and develop your own podcast not only do you get all the rich text because every episode you produce you create what are called the show notes yep. or the article that explains what's in that episode Dead right that yep. becomes part of the content mm. but you also get the audio portion of it as well which gets you into the directories and mm. if uh, for those people who like to be early adopters in the marketing world which is really a good place to be because it puts you out ahead of your competitors uh podcasting is is, is definitely it. And, and that's easily reflected in the stats that we're starting to see. And you take a look at, you know, 
the granddaddy of them all, which is iTunes. Mm. Last August, you probably saw they put out a press release where they just signed up their one billionth podcasting subscriber. Wow! And they look, they look. A lot of people look at iTunes as music only. Well, oh, it's actually yeah. most most people listen to podcasts rather than music in iTunes. And iTunes is currently si- signing up half a million new subscribers a month. Yeah. So if you want to get into new markets and uh, although these directories are seemingly not local, if you were to make sure your your show notes and the article that you wrap your audio podcast around is locally written, you can now start to dominate your local results as well. And that's, that's what we've done for Martin Brothers. They've just dominated. We've done it for, for others as well. So Yeah, fan- fantastic advice there. Um, we, we found we've got a lot of our traffic has come from YouTube as well because we put all of our episodes up as an audio on YouTube, which is yeah. probably a lot of people other than yourself may not think that that would be a thing you would do. Uh, but it's surprising how many people listen to audio on YouTube. Um, it's just it's just amazing. We get a, a lot of traffic from our YouTube channel. So uh, I bet, I yeah, bet. Well, you think of you think of the the volume of people on there mm. looking around, and uh, I usually have Elvis or somebody playing in the background. I have YouTube running on my you know my other monitor, just kind of listening to music in the background mm-hmm. or listening to somebody's podcast in the background. And a lot of times, if I found them on YouTube, that's where I listen to it. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's quite amazing. So, um, now your website. Uh, if people want to get in touch with you, now you've got a, a book you've just written, um, and the name of the book is uh, I've got it in front of me. You tell me, James. It's called Podcasting Secrets Revealed. Yes, podcasting. Uh, and this is just a simply little booklet. It's five episode outlines that you can copy. And one of the things that I've found that people have a tough time with is, okay, I'm going to put together a podcast, but what am I going to say and how am I going to organize my episodes so I've got consistency from week to week in the format for the show? Mm-hmm. And am I going to put in commercials? How long are they going to be? All the little bits and pieces that go into a very successful podcast because there's a formula that you can use. So if, you, if you're really looking to get the phone ringing or you're looking to have more people come through the door or visit your website or like you on Facebook, whatever the goals are for your podcast, if that's all built into the episode outline, then uh, you're making sure that you're inviting them, for example, hey, if you like the show, please uh, you know, take a moment and like us on Facebook. Yeah. Or if you uh, follow us on iTunes or write a review for us on Stitcher. So if you can kind of get organized that way. So what I did is I took five episode outlines that we've created. Uh, one of them happens to be for my podcast, The Affiliate Buzz. So I just took an actual episode outline that I've used personally, mm-hmm. that I did an actual episode with, and I just published it within the booklet. Yep. And then on the on the back end of that, I, I give you the fill-in-the-blanks version of that as well, mm-hmm. where you can just go through and you can see, okay, well, this is how it was constructed. And people that I show it to, it's like, well, this isn't that complicated. And I was like, I know. <laughs> and then I, the secret's out. I show it's the, not. <laughs> once you say it's the old saying, once you know how, it's easy. Yeah. And then, and then uh, I also give you the corresponding audio link, so you can actually go listen to the episode and watch it unfold as we're going through the script. Yep. It's like, okay, well, I'm, I can do this. And so I, I've included five of those in there, and then just some basic instructions on how to really put that together properly. So I, I just thought that would be a, a real big help to them. 
So how can people get access to your services and um, the book? Now, we'll, we'll have a link to this in the show notes so people can, can click through to it. Um, so we've got um, the, the book. Is that something that you're selling or is that... Uh, I haven't decided yet. Haven't if decided. I, if, I haven't decided yet. You I might give it away. You haven't decided I'll you, yet. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what I have. I have decided, and I've, I've also put together a, a, a checklist called "Organize Your Podcast in Twenty One Easy Steps." Mm-hmm. And this is a seven-page document. I actually thought it would take me about a, a few days to put it together. It took me a week to kind of organize the information. Yep. But this is twenty-one steps with the detail of what needs to be done in each step. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I'd also, this one's definitely free and you could find this at podcastingmastery.com okay. forward slash checklist, Yep, which will also lead you to the little booklet too. Yeah. Fantastic. Okay. So, um, so that's something that people can get access to, to, uh, have a read and work out what they think they should be doing. And then, you know, if people, uh, want to do your, your workshop, is that at Podcast Mastery, podcastingmastery.com as well, or is that, uh... that? We actually have what I'd recommend before you decide to take the actual uh, course mm-hmm. is take our free webinar. We've got a free two hour webinar. Yep. Sorry, free one hour webinar. Yep. That I actually take you through the entire checklist. I okay. kind of pull back the curtain on podcasting in general, walk you through everything you need to know about considering, you know, if is this for you? Is this going to be, you know, what are you looking to do? Increase traffic or establish expert status? So we've got a bunch of things. You maybe generate leads and new customers. Why, you know, exactly why do you want to do this? Maybe you're looking to build brand loyalty and trust or further develop the relationships you have with existing customers or mm-hmm. or create an audience that are and you 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 know the benefit of this creating an an audience that is predisposed to buy what you have to offer absolutely yep because I'll tell you like in the case of Dr. Norm Ickert from Ickert Dental Implants if you're thinking about getting a dental implant and you got some questions and some current concerns I I guarantee you by the time you've listened to a few of his episodes you've had a chance to First off, get to know the guy mm. who's going to be working on you. And he's a wonderful guy. And he comes through in his podcast and he talks about the procedures and, you know, the fear and the things you're up against and if there's going to be any pain. All that stuff is covered. So by the time somebody comes through the door or gives us a clinic a call, you know, they're they're pretty much ready to go. Yeah, so absolutely. Dep- yep. Yeah, so depending on what you want to accomplish with it. So we cover all that. And then I also walk you through all of the steps that, that are going to be needed to uh, to do it yourself. So the course is basically the free webinars for those who are thinking about doing it themselves or maybe having it done for them. But it's really a podcasting primer. Yeah. And I, I would recommend starting there. And you can find a link to that. Uh, I, I would imagine you put a link to it right in your show notes. Yeah, I'll put a link to it. You can just give it to me in Skype and I'll, I'll put that link in and we will uh... – get that up there so um I, I think it's a fantastic thing people should be considering doing one um you know take take the step once you get started and you get into it uh, that's the hardest bit done i think um and then just being consistent uh, choose how often you're going to do it and i would con- yep. i would recommend that if you're starting out don't try and overstress yourself and you know just do one a week that's probably enough for most people and in most businesses but you can always do more. You can you can always you can always ramp it up if you really get into it and go. This is cool. Doing one a week is not enough for my target market. They want more. They're hungry for what I've got. 
uh, then you can start cranking out more if you've got the time or you've got the the systems in place or if you're getting yeah. if you're getting James to do it for you then you don't have to, <laughs> then you just have to pay him and he'll you know he'll get That's it right. sorted he'll get it sorted for you so well, you better and I was just going to say, and for the do-it-yourselfers, which is you know kind of my style, I, I usually do a lot of this myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll teach you the systems that I put in place. I'm, one thing I'm quite proud of is having a podcast that's been uninterrupted for 11 years. Oh, that's unheard of. That's just ama- amazing, and I'm, I'm, that's that's me doing a clap, James. Uh, because that's, no, that is really that is that is remarkable. 11 years consistently, you know, every week. That's just mind blowing. There isn't anything else out there on any subject that's been around that long that I'm aware of. Um, I may get proven wrong by someone, but I'd, I'd be very hard pressed to think there is. So uh, that's pretty, pretty impressive. So, um, well, thank you. And you've got another 10, 10 years of that to do, unless you decide to stop very suddenly. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I've had enough. A bit like, um, uh, what do you call it, uh, Forrest Gump, where he you know, goes running and just keeps running and just keeps running and running for years and years and years. He's got a yeah. big long beard. And then he just, then he just decides, oh, I've had enough. He just yeah. stops. I've just stopped. Turns around. Okay, I'm going home. Yeah, I'm going home now. <laughs> and everybody's yeah. got this tribe of followers behind him. And they're going, but what about us? <laughs> so, yeah. oh, that's funny. Totally true. Totally true. So, uh, look. Greatly appreciate your time, James, as usual. It's been great to catch up with you. And uh, what a fantastic service you've got. I think, you know, the, it's ironic, though, that you've been running a podcast for 11 years and they're really only just starting to, to get a grip in terms of, you know, the, the, the wider spread of the population is starting to listen and use. And, um, and that's true. And, yeah. So, but, but the well, thing. I, I, I was just going to say, if, if I may interrupt just for a sec, you, yeah. you started off with a question of what's different back then mm. to today. The other thing that you know I didn't mention, uh, which is worth bringing up, is the one of the reasons that podcasting is so popular, uh, other than our insatiable appetite for, for good quality niche-based content, mm. is what most people now carry a smartphone in their pocket. That's it. And they can be listening to a podcast in two or three clicks yes. versus the whole download and all of the rigmarole they had to go through in the early days yep. where now it's just as easy as listening to radio. Yep. And, and, and I believe uh, any cars that come out in the future, they're going to have podcasting channels right there. Probably a lot of them do already. Um, and, you know, a lot of the, a lot of them that are tapped into the sort of similar smartphone technology, you'll just be able to touch a button on your uh, yeah. On your pad in your car, on your on your screen, and you would listen to whatever your favorite podcast is as you're driving. And that was one of the reasons that uh, Mr. Dumas from Entrepreneur on Fire started his podcast because he ran out of podcasts to listen to. He's listening to in, in his car, going back and forth to work, and yeah. he, he consumed everything that he could get his hands on, and there wasn't anything else. And that sort of that's what got him thinking. Oh, I should I should do a podcast, and I'm going to do one different to everyone else. I'm going to do one daily. That's pretty- it's pretty and away, pretty, and, yeah. and, and, and away it went, and the rest is history. So, uh, fantastic! All right, well, I'll let you get back to your it's evening time where you are, it's uh, middle of the day where I am. So, um, I'll keep working and you can go to bed. Uh, or, I'm actually, I'm actually going to go catch the third period of the Vancouver Canucks game, and we just scored it's three to two over Ottawa. Uh, yes. now for, for those who are listening in Australia, he's talking about hockey. So um, that's the thing they do with the sticks on the ice, and they have a net at either end, and that's the limit of my knowledge on, on, that's right. on, on hockey. But Canadians are the best, and one thing I do know is 
uh, Americans think they're great, but all their great players are Canadians who are in the in the American teams. Isn't that right, James? That's actually true. That is actually true. Anytime <laughs> right. there's a, Amer- a Stanley Cup winning in America, we count up how many Canadian players are on the team, and it's usually three quarters or more. <laughs> so we're good. Yeah, so it's a false win, really. It's a win for Canada. <laughs> uh, all right, mate, thank you very much, and uh, I'll look forward to speaking to you again down the track, and we can see how this has all progressed and what's, what's happening for you in a, in a few months soon. Yeah, very good, Ed. Thanks, uh, thanks so much for having me on. Not a problem. Thanks, mate. You've been listening to The Business Marketing Show. You can find us at businessmarketingshow.com on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher.